welcome to GYSB Talks. I am your host, Carla Palmer, founder and creator of GYSB. Get your sexy back, health and fitness movement. Over 13 years ago, I lost over 50 pounds and on that journey, I found joy, peace and more self-love. That's how the GYSB movement got started because I wanted to share with other people what I had found for myself. And now in my 50s, I'm still on this journey. And now I'm starting to navigate some of the inevitable changes that come with aging. So GYSB Talks will cover topics that will help women in their 40s, 50s, and 60s get to their next level of optimal living. Physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, and in relationships. Guys, I'm so glad you're here. Now, let's get into today's topic, shall we? Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of GYSB Talks. Thank you so much for joining me every week. This week, I've got another incredible guest. I have Ruby Simmons with us today. Ruby C. Simmons is a revenue cycle professional in the field of accounts receivable with a remarkable 30 years of experience. Specializing in medical billing and RCM, Ruby has dedicated her career to a meticulous task of old AR cleanup. With an unwavering commitment to accuracy and efficiency, Ruby's expertise has helped hospitals and physician organizations regain control over their financial records and improve their bottom line. Her extensive knowledge and honed skills make her an invaluable asset in resolving complex AR issues and ensuring financial stability. In a constantly evolving financial landscape, Ruby's wealth of experience and passion for her work continue to set her apart as a trusted industry leader. Hi, Ruby. Thank you for joining GYSB Talks today. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to do this with you, Carla. Aging and autoimmune disorders. I have suffered myself and I'm finding that a lot of my female friends and females that I have networked with are suffering from and we just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Let, let's talk about first, let's, let's talk about defining what autoimmune disorder is. So uh, autoimmune disorders, mm-hmm. they can't give you an answer as to where you got it from. They call it environmental, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. an environmental disorder. And when they say that to you, it just means that something in your environment that that you're using or you're around that your body doesn't like Mm -hmm. and it starts to attack itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting, too, because environmental also could mean stressful environments, right? When I'm under a lot of stress, my alopecia, you can tell that it... Well, you don't know this about me, but I also suffer, suffer from alopecia. I did know that. Yeah, we I, shared that with started. each other. Oh, yeah, we did a while back. Mm-hmm. Mine started when I was 19, though. You get those raised bumps. And at the time, I didn't know that that was kind of the start of my autoimmune disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have more than one autoimmune disorder. I suffer from alopecia. I suffer from eczema. And like you, at different times of the season, it's worse. Mm -hmm. So my body reacts to the pollen. It reacts to something that I've used. And I could go like 
years without having eczema. And then all of a sudden it'll come up and mm. it's something that I did. So then I have to go through, okay, what did I start using that my body might not like that's causing me to have eczema? Mm-hmm. A diet can also impact our immune system, um, right? Our autoimmune diseases. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of doctors, when, when you have multiple autoimmune disorders, doctors suggest that you do an elimination diet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially functional medicine doctors, which you would probably want to see if you're suffering from multiple autoimmune disorders. So it works hand in hand with traditional medicine. Mm-hmm. It also does um, natural medicine as well. So you okay. can get the best of both worlds. Some of them do acupuncture. That'll help you. And I can tell you right now, acupuncture really works. I remember the first time that I got really sick and the doctors couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I spent so much money on medication. I ended up filing bankruptcy. No way. I was coming into the pharmacy and they was like, Yoruba. They knew my first name, my legal name. <laughs> they saw me walking. They just put, put the bag on. I was spending $700 a pop sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was working two jobs. I'm married. I got little kids. I'm taking care of the house too. It turns out that during my period, when it, when it started to get close to my period, mm-hmm my asthma and allergies would become exacerbated Mm, mm -hmm. because I was so stressed out. So I was coughing and sneezing. I couldn't get any sleep. I went to the doctors for six months. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I went to the acupuncturist for, I believe, two months, and it went away. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And after that, I was like, wow, I'm always going to do acupuncture when I need to, to do acupuncture. And it's good that our insurances cover it. But I know Mm -hmm. that some companies, they have their insurance structured in a way that certain things aren't covered. So is the process to go to your general practitioner and then have them refer you out? What's the workaround? You could do that. You could go to the general practitioner and have them write you a script for acupuncture that would be covered by your HSA. Okay. But most insurances have a side plan, uh, benefits that you get from your employer. Okay. Where they'll cover your gym membership. Not my employer. (laughs) A lot of times they have a benefit where they, um, contract with, acupuncturist to give you a discounted rate okay so you're gonna still have to pay some sort of yeah you'll still have to pay some sort of uh payment but you'll get it as discounted right so it doesn't rate so that it doesn't eat your hsa up as much as if you are paying the full price okay okay yeah those are things that you can do to pay for acupuncture is use your hsa you can also uh you could just get a prescription and you have to make sure that the doctor uses the right uh uh, diagnosis code so that it is covered um with your insurance if your insurance covers the visit um call your insurance carrier and talk to a representative if you can get 
acupuncture covered okay on your plan there's another thing you can do like if you're uh, if your uh, autoimmune is severe enough what a lot of people don't know is that you can go to your employer because when your employer gets your healthcare plan uh-huh. they negotiate what they want on that plan mm-hmm. if they say we don't want to cover acupuncture and you go to them and said, I really need acupuncture to be covered because I'm going to be going to the acupuncturist so often that um, I'm not going to be able to afford to pay the acupuncturist. Can you put an agreement in my plan that says you will cover? Oh, just the individual employee that wouldn't go out to the individual person. Interesting. Okay. So you can act, you can appeal to your employer. And a lot of people don't know this, like people need surgeries and they, they're they're like, well, my insurance doesn't cover it. Yeah. Your insurance doesn't cover it, but you can go to your employer and say, I really need this surgery. Can you cover it for me? The employer will have, it will be a cost to the employer though, right? It will go through the insurance. It'll go through the plan. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because okay. they're contracted with them. They can put an addendum on yours saying that we'll cover this. We'll authorize the coverage and payment of this service this one time. Oh, just one time. Just that one time. And it's not going to be the whole office. It's just you. So if I wanted consistent, like if I wanted to consistently go regularly to the acupuncturist, they would only cover the one time. No. They will cover the number of uh, times that you need. See, when you get an authorization, they give you a certain number of visits. Mm, so we could ask for 12 once a month. You could ask for 12. You could say, I need to get it for the next two years. They're, and they'll ask the doctor, how often do you think she'll need this? You know, you have to give them all of that information. They're going to look at your medical records and things Oh, like so that. your employer is going to be up in all your business. No, not the employer, the insurance. Okay. <laughs> because what you have to do when you do things like this, that you have to give them a plan of care mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. them to authorize it. Mm-hmm. And your plan of care includes this acupuncture and the number of times you'll need it and what it's treating you for. And okay. they'll authorize the plan of care. Okay, and your doctor writes out the plan of care for you. Your doctor writes that out. The acupuncturist adds to it, and it goes to the insurance, and the insurance reads it and 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 says, okay, yeah, we'll we'll authorize this because of this, this, and this. When you're asking somebody to pay for something, you know, you got to share some stuff. Unfortunately, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah, but per HIPAA. If your employer told anybody in the office what you're doing, you can sue them. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that the only person who is in your medical records, deep in your medical records, is the insurance, the middleman, not yeah. your actual employer. So, like, no, if I would go probably to- know, oh, she needs uh, acupuncture because she has an autoimmune disorder okay. that is uh, affecting her severely and it's making her her life unbearable or it's making it hard for her to live a um, healthy lifestyle or a functional lifestyle because of her autoimmune disorder. 
Okay. Here's the other thing I want to ask you, and this has nothing to do with autoimmune disorder, but it does have something to do with the discomfort that a lot of midlife women go through. And that is the extra care, that extra expense that we would like to pay in order to make menopause more manageable. So are there things that we can do to advocate for ourselves to get like, you know, people are doing like the hormone therapy and all of that stuff. Is that something that our employer might cover? See, this is what people don't understand about their insurance is when you get that yearly, you know, insurance renewal, Mm -hmm. what plan you're picking, you're actually agreeing to a policy and you have the right to get a full copy of that policy. And it says it on there when you sign it and it tells you where to go. You should always make sure that you have a full copy of your plan. And what it does is it tells you what they do cover and what they don't cover. Or what you see in that paper they give you, it's only a brief description of all the stuff they don't cover. It tells you what they don't cover, what they do cover. Get a copy of your plan. Read through your plan. Understand your plan. If you don't and it's too much for you, you can reach out to a patient advocate. Mm -hmm. I'm a patient advocate. I'm a patient provider advocate. I don't just help doctors get their money. I help patients find ways to get their bills paid. Mm -hmm. So you could, there's patient advocates out there. You could go to gnanow.org and find yourself a patient advocate to help you with bills. Because when I got sick this last time with a new autoimmune disorder, my bills, I'm still getting bills. Mm. And I'm not talking about small bills. I'm talking about $1,500 bills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I got really sick this time and I ended up in the hospital. I got sarcoidosis. I didn't know that I had it. I hadn't been really feeling well, but I wasn't paying attention to it. Why? Because I was so depressed. Mm-hmm. I was so depressed. I got laid off and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. And with my life because I didn't want to work with anybody anymore mm-hmm. and I started getting this pain in my elbow I thought it was a pinched nerve it was during the time of COVID so everybody was home and I was constantly on the computer looking for a job trying to figure out what I wanted to do I thought it was the rubbing off of my elbow and uh went to the doctor a couple times had physical therapy got pain then my mother got sick and I was paying attention to her. First of all, I'm going to say this, never go to a teaching hospital when you have issues like this. Tell tell me what what a teaching hospital means. A teaching hospital is a hospital where they're teaching doctors how to care for you. Okay. I didn't like the care that I got certain doctor who was the head of it. That experience makes me want to tell people to watch it for teaching hospitals because they will always have a group of people come in the room and talk to you multiple times asking you, you know, different questions about your illness. And it's because they're learning off of you. They'll come in, it'll be like five to 10 of them. I would have them come in the room and they would ask me to try and move my legs you know, they would, te- they would do an eye test on me, a memory test on me every day. I was doing this every day. And I was in the hospital for about, I was in there for a week before they gave me pred- uh, prednisone, which is a steroid. Which makes you gain weight. 
a girl, I was almost 300 pounds. <laughs> I gained like 40 pounds in a month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you can see in some of my videos, I was sick, but I was trying to build my business at the same time. It took them a week to figure out what was wrong with me. They kept telling me they didn't know what was wrong with me. But I was like, I literally searched it up and Googled it. <laughs> and I found what was wrong. They needed you to stay in there so that these students could continue to learn. That's baby. it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't send it home too fast. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was it. You know, they needed to learn off of me. So I, I believe I was in there a little longer. So when I went to rehab, and I had told the doctors, I said, look, I'm having these episodes and I don't know what it is. Can you tell me what it is? And the doctor who was a specialist in seizures, he was all, you know, hoity-toity. I'm the doctor and I know what a real seizure is and what you're having is not a seizure. Mm -hmm. So we don't know how to treat it. Hmm. Girl, I was so mad at that man. Because instead of him explaining to me that it was from my nerves being aggravated, I had to figure it out on my own. They sent me to the rehab and left me there and didn't follow up on me for an entire week. You were just in there not doing anything? I was rehabbing, but the episodes had gotten so bad. So all they do is rehab you. They won't give you additional medicine unless one of the doctors order it. Mm -hmm. So I'm literally in here. So every five minutes, I'm on the edge of my bed or in my bed. I curl up and I'm seizing. Hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times the doctor came in there, looked at me and said, is, is, that, is she having a seizure? Is she seizing right now? I'm like, you see me? My arm curled up, my leg curled up, my face to the side. What you think I'm doing? It literally felt like somebody was trying to pull my brain apart. So then what, what finally happened? Girl, I started screaming, hollering for the nurse. And that's not like me. I don't normally do that. But it had just gotten to the point where I was tired of being ignored. Everybody was on vacation. They was off doing their summertime stuff. And they was ignoring the patients. This happens all the time in hospitals, rehab centers all the time. That's why when you put your, your uh, people in nursing homes and things like that, you have to make sure that you constantly visit them and check on them. People will ignore you if you don't make any noise. Mm -hmm. I made noise. They finally increased my medication. Okay. And, and then that sent you on the road to recovery? Yes, because okay. it stopped. It broke the uh, nerves. They had me on a low amount of the medication. They increased it so that it was blocking the nerve pain sensitivity thing. So I stopped. I, I was still seasoned, but I wasn't seasoned as much. Wow. Whew. Girl, you have been through it. And this was an autoimmune disease? This is an autoimmune disease? Yes. And what's the name of it? Sarcoidosis. Sarcoidosis. And so at this point, what is your care? So after I got out the hospital, I had to rehab for six months to learn how to walk again. Okay. And then after that, 
they started putting me on home infusions. So he put me on this other medication that didn't help. So we had to show the insurance proof that that medication failed. And then they approved the uh, Remicade for me to get the Remicade. Okay. And that's what you do now. Mm -hmm. But now I have um, lesions on my spine. Mm -hmm. Now I have arthritis in my spine. And I still can't feel my whole left foot. My muscle weakness is still very weak, especially in the pelvic area. Mm-hmm. Because what it also did was it was eating my muscles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It started eating my muscles. And at one point when I picked my leg up, my skin was just flabby. It was like I didn't have any muscles. You know how when people sit in a wheelchair for a long yeah. time? Yeah. My legs was like that. Because the sarcoidosis had started eating at my muscles mm-hmm. and my legs. Mm-hmm. But now you can walk again and you're, you're stronger. I can, walk, I can walk again. I'm stronger. But it, took, it was a journey. I, uh, they finally took me off of the prednisone. And I lost 60 pounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably fairly quickly. Yeah, fairly quickly. I did fairly quickly. I mean, we talked about a lot of things. The title of it was aging and autoimmune disorder. But I love that you went into advocacy and Mm -hmm. how patients can advocate for themselves for things that may not be covered in their health care plan. Right. And then looking into functional medicine doctor who was kind of a hybrid, you're saying um, Mm -hmm. a hybrid between a medical doctor and a, a holistic health kind of doctor. So also looking into that, doing some research into what may be available in your area to help with that. And then really looking at our environment and and seeing where we might be able to eliminate some stress, Mm -hmm. where, you know, we might be able to eliminate some of the things, like you just said, the elimination diet, some of the things that may be causing or um, igniting the autoimmune disorder. Yeah, I mean, I think we've given people a lot of things to think about, process through, look at in their own lives and see where they might want to make some adjustments. Always educate yourself. Always educate yourself. When you get that plan in November for the upcoming year, like you said, make sure that you're not just looking at that one sheet Mm -hmm. that they give you about, you know, your health care plan covers this and this is what it doesn't cover. You can get the gold plan or the silver plan or the bronze plan, but it's you're saying it's just an overview and what you really need to do is ask for the entire packet, read the entire packet. And then if you still have questions or you can't understand some of the wording, then you call and ask for a person to assist you, which is Mm -hmm. what you used to do or you currently do. I still do it. A patient advocate as well as a provider advocate. So, you know, if they want to reach out to me and say, I have a health plan and I need to understand I'm reading through my plan, my full plan, and I don't understand certain things. Can you help me with this? You have an elderly family member and you don't know what insurance is good and what insurance is better. You know, should you get a Medicare Advantage plan or should you stay with straight Medicare? Things like that I can, I can help you with. And, it's the, and this is stuff that I always took upon myself as a uh, medical biller and revenue cycle manager when I worked in hospitals. Okay. So that, that's a service that you offer in your business it's right now? It's a service that I, office, for, I offer yes. in my business. For individuals. For individuals. 
I also help people, you know, just find ways to help them. Like people who have autoimmune, like soccer doses, there are foundations out there that will help you pay for your bills. Okay. So how do people get in contact with you? You can contact me on my website at blossomrcs.com. You can find me on LinkedIn at Ruby C. Simmons. You can find me on IG at Blossom, R-C-S-L-L-C, and same as uh, for TikTok. And you can call me at my phone number, 617-774-7743. Okay, that's awesome. And I just want to thank you, you know, so much for coming on to the show and sharing this valuable information um, with the audience, with the GYSB Talks audience. And if you guys want to stay connected to me, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube at GYSB Movement. And then you can also, of course, follow the podcast, GYSB Talks. You can turn on your notifications so that you know every Monday that we are dropping a new episode and you can be one of the first people to listen. Make sure that you put comments in the Q&A section or answer some of the polls if there's a poll there. The more interaction I have with you, the more that I can curate future episodes that are going to be beneficial to you so thank you again ruby i hope you have a great day and um i'll talk to you soon you're welcome thank you so much for inviting me and hopefully i've helped somebody and gave them some value so thank you very much and you have a great weekend okay All content on this podcast and any linked blog, podcast, webinar, course, or video material is created and produced for informational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice and should not be relied on as health advice. The information is general and may not be suitable for your personal circumstances or complete health objectives. Do not use this content as a standalone resource to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease for therapeutic purposes or as a substitute for the advice of a health professional. Never delay seeking advice or disregard the advice of a medical professional based on our content here on this podcast. If you have questions or concerns about your health or medical condition, please seek guidance from a medical professional.